There we go. I should got, always got to be doing stuff when I'm trying to record. <laughs> what is happening over there? Seriously. Seriously. I told you I'm recording. Yeah, and I have to put dinner away. Anyways, we're recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Buenas tardes. <laughs> Hola, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I stayed home today because I have a head cold. And I was a giant pussy. Uh-huh. And um, I basically, um, there's a significant amount of production out of my right ear. Wait, and production? I, yeah, there's extra coming out of my right ear. So I don't know like if that's, substance? I don't know what's happening. A little bit, yeah. Ah. And then I can only breathe out of the right side of my nose. Okay. And a, right ear, just, right nose. Could right be signs right of nose. a stroke. Could, <laughs> is my face drooping? Sure. And I just always look like this. So, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and tonight I just hurt, you know, like the, the oh, body yeah. aches and pains. God, this sucks. Especially when you don't know what it is. You know, it's probably just a head cold, right? The weather's been shit. And yeah, it snowed like three inches at my house today in about yeah, an hour. Yeah, not here. Yeah, not here. It just, it would snow, but there was, you know, it's just wet. But yeah. uh, I see you have a guest with you today. Yeah. this is, You're looking at uh, the back of Matska's head. Matska? Matska. Kitty, kitty. She, she, uh. She has enjoyed my time home today, um, and so apparently it is not leaving the nap space of the bedroom. Yeah. It's uh, going to join us here. So Perfect. I hope you like looking at the back of her head. It's entertaining for me, at least. Oh, good. Hopefully for you. Maybe she'll sit on your lap. I don't know. Um, my guess is, is that someone will be jealous and join us. Someone else will join us soon. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, two lazy cats. Uh, I, I don't know where they're at, but one was meowing at the door just a few minutes ago. It wanted outside, but he didn't realize how cold it is. Jesus. It is cold. Yeah. Yeah. So I invited our brother to join us tonight. Oh. And because I thought... You don't have anything happening. Why don't yeah. you just come chat with us? You're just at our mother's house. What are you? Uh, what are you watching? Murder? She wrote. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. Come on, man. Ugh. Yuck. Um. Yes. No wonder he's suicidal sometimes. But <laughs> um. He just. He says. Uh, I said, "Are you doing anything tonight? Nothing in particular." Uh, I said, Tracy and I are going to record. Do you want to be on? No, thanks. I'm good. And I said, we talk about idiot stuff. His response. I just don't have the. (laughs) I just don't have the charisma for broadcasting. Yeah, neither do we. (laughs) That's why they get. That's why they allow any idiot with a podcast to be online. What a lame ass excuse. Did you tell him that? No, um, I just told him that one of these days we'll have a topic. But I was thinking about the word yeah. charisma, which he used in a sentence. Well, I he think is I haven't. Than us. He is. I don't think I've said that word out loud since like a sixth grade spelling bee. I don't even know how to spell it. 
Um, is it a K? Is it a C? <laughs> CH. Nah. Anyway, broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it. I'll, I'll work on him. I'll wear him down. For broadcasting. Yuck. Yeah, you're going to have to work on that. Nope. He, he has the people. charisma. He has the charisma to sing in front of thousands of people in foreign countries. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the charisma to talk with us on the interwebs. Yeah, for for a whole two people to listen. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, Our parents. Uh, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, the only people that watch it or, or listen are, are parents. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did anybody did anybody email us? Uh, <laughs> it's funny that uh, you bring that up. Yes, we actually did receive emails, uh, you know, after we asked uh, our listeners to go ahead and reach out to us uh, at stephanieandtracy at gmail.com. Um, our mother emailed us. Speaking of parents. <laughs> Yeah, and I wish I was more prepared. I would have had that email uh, po- uh, brought up for the show. But um, the, the gist of it was, um, you guys think you're fucking funny, and <laughs> I love you, Mom. That was it. That was so it. Basic- so basically, she read back the title of our program. She read back the title, and then she just said the same thing she's been telling us for the last 30 years. Is you guys just think you're fucking funny. You know, that's one thing that we haven't talked about at all is why did we call it My Mom Says We're Funny? Um, and it's not because it's like this family, you know, Disney thing. Like, oh, you guys are so funny, right? And uh, no, it's because our mother, um, you know, always was one to instill confidence uh, in us. And anytime we ever said anything, it was like, you two just think you're a couple of fucking comedians, and then she occasionally would laugh. Occasionally would laugh, but most of the time it was very mean. Yeah. Like, you two just think you're a couple of fucking comedians. And then she would start sweeping the floor again, right? How that floor has not been ground down to the baseboard or, or to the subfloor, <laughs> whatever the fuck you call it. I don't know. But um, I called her on Mother's Day and I left her a voicemail um, and uh, because she didn't pick up. And I said, well, you're, you know, you're probably vacuuming or sweeping the floor right now. I just want to <laughs> call you and wish you a happy Mother's Day. This woman calls back and says, well, as a matter of fact, I was sweeping when you <laughs> called and we just got back into town. And she was like snipping at me because... <laughs> We, because we have her pegged, right? Like we know exactly what she's doing. She's either vacuuming. Well, most of the time it's sweeping, and you would think a woman that sweeps and vacuums that much has a very clean, spotless house. That's not the case. That is not true. (laughs) It smells like cats, (laughs) and uh, it reeks of 1980s decor. Um, I was particularly fond of the very dead, very fire hazardous Christmas wreath hanging by the back door two weeks ago. That was my favorite part. And what's the date today? Today is Monday, May 9th. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Our mother has a Christmas wreath still up. In fact, she has many Christmas decorations still up. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, like, woman... I'm going to be back there this weekend. 
Yeah, yeah. And so uh, the woman's batshit crazy. And what people don't know <laughs> is um, she is Genevieve Jr. And um, Genevieve, who is our, our lovely grandmother. Yes, our dear grandmother. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Genevieve, uh, who died, I think, like four or five times before she actually died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'll be damned if she was going to die on her, you know, it was all on her terms. Right. Like, uh-huh. uh, and so uh, our Genevieve uh, grandmother, batshit crazy, our mother, carbon copy, batshit crazy. And I'm sorry yep. to say uh, your father has called you out on this before. Um, you have some Genevieve tendencies as well. I'm just going to throw he, that out there. He tells me that every single time he sees me. Um, it's just, it's just the way it is. And you know what pisses me off about this whole thing is I say, I catch myself and we've talked about this. I've catch, uh-huh. I've caught myself, uh, saying the same shit that our mother says. Especially when you're mad at, yes, yeah, so I was going to say, especially when you're mad at your kids. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't know what else to say because that's exactly what you were taught the entire time was to say these stupid things that don't mean anything. And usually it's you're you're yelling because yes, that that's the only way you could get the point across. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have a really nice photograph of Genevieve, and because oh. really you can't understand you can't yeah, understand the Genevieve unless you see the Genevieve. Here. Uh, because. I, okay. Yeah, I think you. Do you yeah, have you the photo? Share. No, I'm you still can looking. share. I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm still looking for it. I don't know where it's at. I thought it was yeah. on this machine. But so uh, to, to bring everybody up to speed who's not watching the visual element to this, which is available on YouTube, uh, my mom says we're funny podcast on YouTube. Um, just a quick plug there because I have no shame, right? Um, well, and who, did, who, who was it that you um, who was it that you po- plugged our podcast with recently that we didn't know? Oh, wait, wait, uh, a platform or a person? A person. Oh, a person, a sales guy, right? So I work in IT, <laughs> right? And I get sales calls daily from, you know, this, that, and the other uh, IT-related service. And I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of at the point in my career where um, I really don't, I mean, I care what happens, but I, I, I know what I'm doing, right? I don't need sales pitches to, to you know, tell me what I need in my, in my organization. And, uh, so I don't know this guy from Adam. I don't know where he's from. I, I just know that he's a salesman for, you know, one of the big it things. And, um, and he's like, you know, we got on the subject of audio and I'm like, yeah, you know, we do a little recording. It's not really professional. In fact, it's not professional at all, but, uh, you know, we got a little podcast going and yeah. so, you know, I shamelessly plugged my podcast to an unknown individual, um, but he was a great guy to talk to anyways. Uh, he said he would check it out, but I've been reading, I've been watching the numbers. I don't think he checked it out. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> um, but back to Genevieve. So everybody's tracking while you're looking for that photo. Um, Genevieve, there was a photo that popped up of the queen herself. Um, <laughs> what is she? The queen of England? Right, God save the queen. She's like a hundred, right? And uh-huh. she's somehow still alive. She had COVID, right? Uh, yeah. She's you know been through a lot of things in life: World War One, World War Two, the Great <laughs> Depression, right? Like she's seen a lot, right, in her lifetime. And our grandmother Genevieve looks just like the queen. 
Yeah, I'm having a hard time. Image. I'm having a hard time finding that photo. I sh I'll, I'll make sure that she's available um, on subsequent ones. But um, but yeah, I mean, just picture the Queen of England in yep. her polyester matching yes outfits. Grandma didn't. Grandma wasn't a skirt lady. No. So remove pants. the skirt. A lot of polyester put, pants. Yeah, polyester pants. So remove the colored, in you know, Easter egg colored skirts and put that same color of pants on a woman with the same curly gray hair and the, the glasses. Right. And yep. that's that's what we're related to. It, exactly, with the pink lipstick and always uh, just chewing Trident cinnamon gum. <laughs> Uh, so I, I honestly think, you know, after we saw that last photo of the queen, I honestly think that our grandmother uh, faked her own death to get away from the family because <laughs> she didn't she didn't want us clinging on to uh, any kind of royalty or anything like that. And mm -hmm. obviously, you know, with uh, Randy Andy and Prince Harry and his bullshit um, that uh, she needed to get back to the castle and tend to some royal business and and how do you get out of uh baker county oregon well you fake your own death and then you make your way overseas and now you're back into uh the castle running it as the queen um and then you know fake covid and all that kind of shit just just so the family doesn't ask questions yeah i mean the fewer pictures the better really at this point yeah i mean really so that's grandma yeah, that's Genevieve. And so our mother is uh, an exact carbon copy now that our mother is approaching that age uh, where she should be the Queen of England, but our grandmother hasn't passed away yet. So, <laughs> I mean. Um, but with our mother, so, you have to remove the polyester pants. Yeah. You have to put yoga pants on it. Ugh. She's, Ugh. she's doing, she's doing. <laughs> She, but they're not like tight legged yoga pants. They're like, they're old lady bottom. yoga pants. They're they're boot cut yoga pants. They're old ladies that realize that they shouldn't wear the young ladies tight yoga pants, and so they go with the looser material, just to show that okay, you are indeed in your sixties. <laughs> yes, and then yeah. just add add purple here and there. A lot of and... yeah, and some turquoise jewelry, and um. <laughs> you know, throw some Hail Marys out there from the Catholic Church. <laughs> and that's our mother. And QVC, a lot of QVC. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who she buys from anymore. It used to be a whole lot of QVC. Home Shopping um, Network? So now we're more into, like, doTERRA oils. Oh, yeah, witchcraft. Witchcraft. Um, oils yeah. and... Um, I think I think like the the fitness drink mix thingies is gone now. Oh, I don't think that's yeah, much that's of a thing. Right. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, where she was mixing uh, that hair, nails, and skin garbage into her coffee or whatever. <laughs> a lot of butter coffee. She was on that butter coffee thing for a, for a while. Yeah, I don't think that's every, a thing. Yeah, every do you, uh, when she was in that, every single coffee cup was coated in butter, whether it was clean or dirty. It was always. <laughs> It was like it was like your fingers were constantly in a microwave popcorn bag. <laughs> like what? Why do you need so much butter in your diet? That's like some 1950s shit. That that rolls over from the queen herself, Genevieve, right? Like, uh, what's a what's a 
the best thing that you can introduce into your diet when you're in your 50s? Oh, I know, uh, butter, so I can have hot buttery farts all night when I'm in bed, right? <laughs> and just pull up the covers. Poor Bob, he's probably sp- smelled some fucking scorchers, right? She's a long, hard day on her feet in the in the hospital, and she's had a lot of butter coffee. She crawls into bed, and then and then you just hear. Or, or if there's any sound at all, if there's any sound at all, it's just, it's just, just those hot buttery farts and poor Bob's in there trying to beat cancer. Right. And the fucking cancer cells get a whiff of that. And they're like, Hey, we're taking off. Here it is, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know. You had me at, you had me at hot buttered farts. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, like who has a diet like that anymore? Uh, I yeah. I, I mean, why stop at butter? Why not just an old slap slap a like a, a chunk of lard in there? I mean, exactly. isn't that the same shit? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking throw it in the blender uh, with your coffee. Uh, yeah, get anybody going. You know what's funny too is you know uh, last episode you know I talked about how bad my gut is. Well, it, mm-hmm. it stems from our mother. Right? Oh she, yeah. She has she has that gut uh, that she gracious so graciously passed down to myself, and um, and so the coffee itself is a diuretic, right? Coffee just just saying coffee right now has my gut like a little like twisted a little bit, like oh, mm-hmm. oh coffee time to shit. So knowing that I have it, she's got it, and then she puts a pound of butter in every cup. <laughs> I don't know how she doesn't stay off the toilet. I mean, well, it seems this... like it seems like your odoring would be so lubed up that it it, w- it would just it would just come right out. You couldn't hold it back. It, w- it the pressure would build and it would be like fucking the geyser, right? Uh, at Yellowstone <laughs> Park, old faithful. old faithful, every time, <laughs> just <laughs> just a fucking stream of diarrhea shooting up. Right, it's spackling the back of the porcelain every hour on the hour. It's you could set your watch by it because what what did you have for breakfast, mother? Oh, coffee and butter. That was a good choice. That was a good choice. Uh, followed up with a hearty helping of red meat at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, some good red meat, lots of cheeses, different styles of cheeses, variety pack of cheeses. Make sure you bring home your container of. Uh, hospital cafeteria broccoli for later though because that's really gonna fix it all good god yeah (laughs) well you know it's the new fad it's the new diet you know i'm losing weight no you're not you're you're shitting yourself to death that's the only way (laughs) you're losing weight god oh our mother Uh, yeah so yeah so i don't think that that's a thing anymore i haven't witnessed that i drank coffee in her house recently Mm -hmm. and how was that i it was not buttery Oh, there was surprising. not an oily residue in the cups that I was using. Yeah, expired uh, half she... and half. Yeah, she did open up because she still buys the carton, you know, where you got to you got to like pull it apart and then and then to like massage yeah. it. out. Yeah, the grade yeah. school style uh-huh. of milk cartons, but like yeah. double the size. Yeah, triple so the she... size. So, <laughs> so she she opens that thing up. And this is how you know that she has a problem she fucking smells it Ugh. and she goes oh and she goes oh not that one and then puts it back in the oh. fridge 
Well, because, you know, one of these days uh, she's going to need extra half and half for her coffee. And if you don't have fresh half and half, the second best thing is expired half and half that <laughs> stinks like ass, right? And then you put a little bit in there, you see it curdle, right? Because it's already rotten. And you give it a little swirl with your spoon down the gullet. I will say that the, the refrigerator situation in that house, no thanks to our mother, but all thanks to a Bob, is far better than it used to be. However, yeah. however, when I was there, not only did she put the rotten half and half back in the refrigerator. Of course. Because it, I don't, I don't, because, you know, save it. Can't throw it away. There was no joke. Like, okay, so Starbucks has a big ass cup. I think it's the vente size, right? You mean there a large? A... Let's let's yeah. let's forget that there's <laughs> fucking three sizes in Spanish, whatever it is. Yes. It's a large. There's a Fuck large Starbucks. Starbucks. There's a there's a large, clear, see through, cold Starbucks cup in the refrigerator, with this much fucking coffee in the bottom of it. This I'm I'm holding up an inch of space in my finger. So we've got this cup that is 14 and a half inches tall with one inch of fucking coffee in the bottom of it and that is what are you gonna do with that what are you gonna do with that well i think i think my question to the public in that particular home was why in the fuck is there an inch of coffee in this starbucks cup in the fridge and bob just pointed at her because he knows he's been beaten down yeah (laughs) yeah he's been yelled at he's he's had the broom flicked at him before he, he's he's had the sand shot at his calves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, mother should have played hockey uh, because that slap shot with that broom is fucking incredible. Yeah, if you've ever been on the beach and the wind's blowing at about ninety miles an hour and you feel the sand hit your shins, that's what it's like to stand in the room with our mother when she's sweeping. Just, yep. just it's you know. You could put a piece of metal down there with paint on it, and by the time she's done flicking sand at it, it'll be completely clean of paint. All the paint's been sandblasted off. That's it's, mother. It's, it's almost like a PTSD response now when I go to the beach and the wind's <laughs> <laughs> hitting me with the sand. I'm like, mommy, get the, no. brooms, get the brooms away from me. Mom, no, I love you, mommy. <laughs> yeah, mommy, dearest. <laughs> don't, don't hit me with the broom again. <laughs> oh, she's gonna listen to this and hate us. She's good. We're gonna get another strongly worded email. Ex- yeah, exactly. She's gonna contact the Better Business Bureau with a strongly worded letter on why they should not support our podcast anymore. All these platforms should be shut down. They should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Thanks to Genevieve Junior. Genevieve Junior. Um, yeah. You know what I like to do when I go to her house? What's that? I like to take a random fork out of the drawer and just set it on the counter. <laughs> you know, that's not the first time you've said that. And I think <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And it's so simple, I would have never guessed that that is the thing that irritates her. Because, okay, um, uh, let's paint the picture for the fe- the people out listening right now, right? Uh-huh. So the uh-huh. kitchen counter, do you remember when Subway was really into their yellow theme? <laughs> Everything, like all the tables were that bright-ass banana yellow Yep. Um, that's our mother's countertop, right? 1980s mm-hmm. decor, like I said, right? Mm-hmm. With the really shitty linoleum that has pieces ripped off from just years of sweeping. Um, 
And and there is shit all over the counters. There's wine bottles, not not empty wine bottles, wine bottles that are going to sit there forever, right? That you you and I will have to divvy up one of these days when we have to clean that shit all out, right? There's papers and magazines and pens and uh, materials. Oils. That she, oils. Little bottles oh, of oils. Little, little vials of oils uh, for her witchcraft everywhere. Someone who works in modern <laughs> medicine really likes to, to, to really push the uh, witchcraft oils for any of your ailments. Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't think that something simple like a fork would throw her game off. It does. Um, you, you just take out a fork and you set it on the counter and you walk away and you don't even have to use it. It doesn't have to be a thing. Like you just set it there and you walk away. And then at some point when she comes back in there and she'll, she'll have to think, I think she goes in and she thinks about the fork for a while because it's not an immediate response when she gets in there. So, cause she's in there and she's futzing and then all of a sudden she's like, what is this fork doing here? And my immediate response is, I don't know. And then, yeah, you must have put it. There. I, I don't know. So, um, it is one hundred percent me every single time. Is the story of that. <laughs> so, so now that she's used to you putting the fork down, I'm gonna have to start putting the fork down. Then she's really gonna get confused. She will. and the only thing, the only re- rationale I can put behind this is when it comes to inventorying all of the garbage in her house. Um, she's kind of like Rain Man, right? Where she's not particularly good with numbers. But she could tell you every single item in her house and where it is in the house. It's like inventorying uh, like an, uh, a Walmart distribution center that has no organization whatsoever, right? The trucks backed up to the distribution center. The trucks were just full of random goods. And then the guy that was pissed off, disgruntled, just started chucking shit into the house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's all boxed so, up. It's all nice stuff, I think. Well, yeah, it's still boxed up because she ordered it from somewhere and hasn't opened it yet. Yeah, exactly. It's like Christmas, really, when you go over it there is. every day because you have no idea what's in each box. And it, funny you bring up Christmas. Christmas is the time where many of those get opened because she's trying to figure out where your Christmas presents are. Mm-hmm. But there's too many boxes with shipping labels on them that have you been unopened and so that so christmas is like christmas for her too because she has no idea what in the world is in any of those boxes <laughs> oh my god yeah it's just ridiculous but, mm-hmm. but so when i was home two weeks ago there oh, was a change there was a change a bob initiated change okay so so we've got our subway colored bar that's covered yes. in stuff Right. And the thing that I, the, so side, side story. Did you know that there's a cat channel through that bar now? A cat channel. Like, what do you, what do you mean a cat channel? There is actually, they have left an open space for the cats to walk. <laughs> and this is something that was placed on purpose. Yes. Because Kevin, Kevin, the cat uh-huh. would try to hop over everything. Cause he's enormous, but he's yeah. stupid. And so shit would get knocked over. Correct. So now there, now there is a trail through the ca- shit on the countertop, so the cats Jesus have some place to run. <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. 
I want to put a hurdle in there just to, you know, just for fun. Like, might as well train him to do something cool if we're going to do Cattle that. prods? Something? I don't know. How do you... I don't know. Bo- booby trap it? I don't know. Something. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, side... Okay, so just so you know, there's there's cat trail there. Correct. Um. So in... So there is a, the, the yellow subway bar that is between the kitchen and the dining room. Mm-hmm. And then there's the large dining room table where I still sit, get, I get gifted the opportunity to sit in the broke ass 1970s vinyl chair that came out of like a A&W restaurant. Do you know yes. which, where, where like the seat swivels? Not by design, but it, it after, uh, years of should have been thrown away it's still in the house and now it swivels correct yes so yes so anyway so there's the bar that's between the kitchen and the dining room with the cat trail through it and then there's kind of that large walkway that kind of goes through all this area where there's like the rolling desk and the table oh yeah oh yeah you know and the 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 table had all the mail and the mic and the the catalogs and shit on it Uh uh-huh the tape the table is gone did it collapse from the weight? Um, why did it leave the house? <laughs> I couldn't find any scorch marks on the wall, uh-huh. so I don't think a small fire was started. I think Bob just got irritated. Mm. And Imagine I did that. Not, I did not engage in a significant conversation about the this, but like a year ago, Bob bought this tall, it's like five feet tall, little thing of drawers. And so it's tall and narrow, and it's got probably a dozen drawers in it. And Bob was like, this looks like a good thing to put little jars of oils in. Oh, like, Jesus. trying to c- help, help contain some stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it sat there for about a year empty, because mm-hmm. it's our mother. Right. So apparently Bob loaded that bad boy up, and it's... So there's a cabinet of voodoo in there, and that table <laughs> is gone. I don't even know where it's at. And there's, like, a little... <clears throat> there's, like, a, a little like piece of furniture like a dresser type of a little piece of furniture there that has a couple drawers in it and that like it's just not it's it's not full of mail i don't know what happened to all of it i really hope for bob's sake that uh he, he didn't decide to just throw shit away because he would get the wrath that you and i got when we would throw shit away right <laughs> it, it would be weeks of just nagging of where is this? Why did it get thrown away? It was a good piece of material. <laughs> and to your previous point of she doesn't know what's there, but she knows it's there. Mm-hmm. If you threw away a cluster of things, anytime she'd come up with something missing, you had to have thrown it away. It was your fault. It was your you fault. Did this. It, may, yes. it may have not even been there. It could just be lost. It may have been never never in the house, period. It was just something that she thought she had. Right. But it's your fault because you threw some shit away. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. but anyway, no, Bob got rid of that table. Bob got rid of that table. Good for Bob. Yeah. Trying to clean up the the house that is her mother's. And yeah, this, is a, uh, this is a pretty good size house, too, right? I mean, what is isn't it? Isn't it like... Four bedroom, 2, two bath. Yeah, it's a couple thousand square feet. Two people live there, uh-huh. right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd call it two bath anymore. Not gonna uh, just just yeah. Well, just... Uh, you know, by design, it was a two bathroom uh, functioning. One there's one room that looks right. 
there's one in the room that looks like it possibly could have been a bathroom at one point. Right. But all the fixtures are inoperable, correct? I think I think the sink still works. I know the mm. toilet does not. Um, and I, ju- I just absolutely don't go in that shower. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. It is. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. If, Oh. She does not. She has. She does not have good plumbing. So if you like cheese, it is not a good place to go. Well, and that goes back to the the conversation conversation that we started with with the 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 liquid buttery farts. You <laughs> got to have good plumbing for that. You got to be prepared. You can't just go into that and not have two working toilets because you're going to destroy one for sure. All the time. All the time. And then what is everybody else going to use? So if you destroy guess, one and you only have one functioning toilet, that means the toilet you're destroying, everybody else has to put their ass cheeks on and wonder what in the hell happened in here. <laughs> um, this I I do not have an issue with pu- going to the bathroom in public restrooms. I don't even have an issue going to the bathroom in outhouses. Mm. I do not like going in and go you being the next person after that toilet seat's been warmed for that long <laughs> yeah and it, it is it does stay warm uh, uh pretty much throughout the day and it's an old toilet right so uh okay so when you flush that toilet and you see that water level rising <laughs> do you lift do you lift your butt up and go here we go we're flooding we're flooding the place because you don't know if anything's going down or not. You don't know what's down that pipe that's blocking everything. Um, I I used to do that because it was far worse. Bef- I don't know what they've done differently. I don't know if if maybe just her butterfarts have rotted out whatever was in there, plugging everything up before. <laughs> but good, good chance for that. But there was there. I remember when we lived there, there was a great deal. Like you just never. I mean, as you get older, you don't trust a fart. You didn't trust a flush in that house. Never, ever. Because just just because it went down for the person in front of you doesn't mean it was going to stay down for no, you. Sir. No, sir. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a it was a rough time. Rough time. Yeah. Mother. It's I will say house. that I'm I'm will say that I'm glad that the baby blue toilet seat's gone. I wonder what happened to that. It's probably in the house somewhere. You just haven't found it yet. It's probably in the coat closet. I'm gonna the coat, coat closet. closet, or like every good piece of material that starts out in the house is now in the shed. It can't go in the shed because that Bob has claimed two thirds of it, or Bob has claimed a third of it, and the rest of it's full of rabbits. So I, I but I have not recently opened the pump house door, mm. so I don't know. I don't know what that is happening in there. Yeah, I don't know. So hopefully it went to the landfill, but you never know. Or it could be in Bob's storage unit. I don't know. Yeah. Because that Bob's got uh, his little hoardy spot too in the storage yeah. unit. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. so that's why uh, we named the podcast the what we did. Uh, <laughs> my mom says we're funny. How many minutes did it take to us to explain that? Probably far too long. I wasn't even keeping track of time, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. That's probably <laughs> half the show right there talking about her mother and her butter farts. So um, spe- speaking of mother, yeah, are there things in your life? Because uh, I was thinking about this yesterday. Okay. Are there things in your life that you 
do that you were absolutely not able to do growing up in mother's house or things that you do differently? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, that's a damn good question. I wasn't prepared for that one. Do you have an example? I do. I, could... I do. Okay. Okay. Um, do <laughs> so this is how I'm going to, ex- this is how I'm going to throw this out to you. Okay. What, when you were in the kitchen, what were you allowed to clean the countertops with? Oh, shoot. Um, probably, uh, in my tenure, it was, uh, probably something like, um, like some sort of organic cleaner or like fabuloso or something to that effect. Uh, so what, what, about, what about the, what about the scrubber piece itself? What 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 did you use to mop up with? Uh, usually uh, the same sponge um, that's been at the sink for the last ten to fifteen years. The same sponge <laughs> that you wiped the floor with. The same sponge that you wiped countertops with. The same sponge that you washed the dishes with. Because even though there was a space for the dishwasher. There's just a space there for it. There is no dishwasher, so you had to hand wash everything. Um, yeah, it was always a sponge, a yes. dirty sponge. Uh, fuck that. Um, do you remember? Did you ever wipe any? Did you ever wipe the countertop with a towel, with a hand towel? Uh, not. Uh, I would never admit to it, but yes, probably. <laughs> um, that is all I wipe my countertops with now. Like I okay. just, I mm. I cannot. I cannot use my dish sponge to clean anything else. I don't, you know what? It's funny you bring that up because I don't even like having a sponge in the house, right? A sponge serves its purpose, right? You're like, okay, I'll take that statement back real quick. A sponge is good to wipe up toilets. Mm-hmm. But. And I, and I have one underneath the bathroom sink for that. But you, yeah, you don't use the universal house sponge to clean everything. <laughs> like mother insisted that we use a sponge, and and, and it was always uh, either a blue or a yellow sponge, and they're so soaked with dye. Do you remember that? They're so soaked with the dye to make them yellow that when you wrung out the water, it was yellow, and, and, and you're just <laughs> looking at it going, I don't know if I cleaned up the mess or the, it's just the sponge that I'm cleaning over and over again. And I don't know if you remember this, but she never, ever, 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 this is, this is where I got, this is where I learned this bad habit. She never, ever, ever bought a sponge that had a scrubby side to it. It was always just a sponge and the just a sponge would not remove food particles on plates that had dried. You just didn't do it. No, no. You had to put those in the bottom of... The, the dish water to let them soak while you let cleaned them soak. everything else. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then when you'd be done, there would, like, it still couldn't, you had not soaked it long enough to make it still work. And so you would have to fight with her about whether or not the dishes were done at that point because you had to try to convince her that the sponge wasn't doing the job on that last thing. Correct. <sighs> that's why, and that's why I'm like, I'll just let it soak. That's where that came from. Yeah, another thing. So, okay, since we're on that topic. So another thing that I always went out and made a point of uh, to never purchase was a vacuum that required paper bags. (laughs) Because the only thing we ever had was vacuums 
with the removable paper bags to throw in the mm-hmm. trash when they're full. But the problem was you never had enough replacement bags to, to, to remain consistent on the, the, the dumping of the bags. And so you would just constantly have this bag chocked full of dirt and uh, sand and cat hair. And you were hoping that the vacuum would do its job, but the vacuum is struggling. And so I've always purchased a vacuum with a clear canister so I could see when I need to dump it. Do you remember when it got so full that there was like, because out there where she lives, it's very dusty anyway. It's just the climate. It's very dry. It's very dusty. It's impossible to keep an, it's a desert possible to keep anything clean like Mm -hmm. you know like dad opened up the subaru hood the the other day is like jesus christ i said this is from driving up and down a dirt road half a mile like it's just dusty so anyway do you remember when it bag got real 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 full and there'd be like that poof of micro dust oh yeah (laughs) that would come out like right when right as you started the machine before it was doing any of its jobs and like every time yeah it'd poof and you go like well, I guess I'll vacuum that up now. And did you ever, like, uh, you knew that the bag was full, so you would start the, the replacement pr- procedure, right? And you would take the full bag out. Mm-hmm. And then you would be searching for a new bag, but you couldn't find the new bag because there was none, right? And then you're like, well, she told me to vacuum. So you take the full bag and you slide it back into the vacuum. And you go, well, this is what we got. And then you put the cover back on and you fire that bad boy up and hope for the best. Um, I took a slightly different approach. I never did because uh. I, I I would haul them out. I was the person who I would be like, this is probably full. And I'd haul it out to the garbage can, dump it inside. Right. And then I go looking for a bag. But I was the person where it's like I was so annoyed by probably how she asked me to Mm -hmm. to vacuum or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that she was asking me to do i was annoyed by the tone of her voice and so i would call her at work and say i I can't find any vacuum bags do you know where they are (laughs) just to prove a point (laughs) yeah like hello i'm trying to do the thing that you asked me to do but uh, you have not provided me the tool set to do the job properly yes yes and so then she would have to come home to a bagless vacuum that is not operational and oh, no, no vacuumed floor. That's that's would, the game I played. I would just roll with it and whatever got stuck in the vacuum got stuck in the vacuum. <laughs> I'm surprised you never blew any up. Yeah, well, I burnt through a lot of belts because once again, it was always a fucking vacuum that was never designed for daily use. It was some, you know, as seen on TV QVC special that got delivered to the door, right? And I burnt through a lot of belts because the belts would get the, the the roller would get so clogged up with all the bullshit on that carpet that uh, you know and pieces of the carpet right when that that carpet pieces really of the started carpet. really started pulling apart and so you end up with this giant string and then you gotta lay that f- cocksucker over on its side <laughs> right and start pulling the threads out from the roller um, yeah I burnt and the whole a lot the of- whole room smells like baked rubber yeah. Exactly. Burnt rubber everywhere. And then you're like, well, maybe the belt's good. And so you fire it back up, you get the burnt smell all over again, and then you realize that nothing is working. <laughs> and then then you got to ask, well, do we have any replacement belts? And of course we don't. So the next 
store visit is you're buying belts and bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I re- so just to date these vacuums was the, cause we had an upright and a canister because at of the time of pr- we needed both. Right. Um, was the canister vacuum branded by Sanyo? Yes. Sanyo. Uh, the same people that make t- TVs. Um, uh, I was with her when she purchased that vacuum. There was uh, a vacuum store, which I didn't even know was a thing. Right. But just a store dedicated to vacuums um, ran by a gentleman. He was actually a very nice guy, but uh, he, he was a little person and he was, was a vacuum salesman. A nice, he was. But you know what? He could get down there and get those fixed. Well, that's what I'm saying is that's how he ended up with the canister, because the canister is something that he could really wrap his hands around. Right. Those literally? uprights, literally the uprights uh, were 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 too tall too tall for me. <laughs> and i'm not trying to be mean i'm just trying to be real i'm trying to paint the picture here and so the canister a sanyo vacuum who the hell buys that i don't i think i had a sanyo walkman i don't like, think i've owned anything sanyo because it was a garbage brand right <laughs> it's kind of like well, when that, you buy that a vacuum TV lived now. forever yeah, it's kind of like when you buy a TV now. Like, if you go into the store and there's a Sanyo and a Samsung, everybody knows that the Samsung is the good TV brand to go with. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, our mother gets sold on, oh, the Sanyo. That looks like a good brand. And so we end up with a canister vacuum that sucks. Not literally, it just metaphorically sucks <laughs> because it was a shitty vacuum. And you were required to use it. You were required to use that vacuum. If you weren't vacuuming the carpet, you had to use the canister for everything else. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. But you had to... So this... Okay, so this is the other thing. I never understood if we were required to use the canister vacuum, why were we Why were we required to sweep before we vacuumed? <clears throat> You know, that's only that's that's the question only our mother can answer, because that still does not make any sense to me at all. No, no. Like I the the broom that gets the most use in my house is the broom that I use to sweep the snow off my car. Because I just get the fucking vacuum out. Yeah, I think I I think we have a broom in the house. I'll be (laughs) honest. If you're going to like clean the area, you're going to get the vacuum out and it's going to get everything. You can be able to hair. get in the little nooks and crevices and get yeah. in between the appliances. and Yeah. 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 But she made us sweep know. first. And I and, if, and sometimes I try to sneak that vacuum in there as step one. And she'd be like, did you sweep that first? Well, no. no. Yes. Yes. yes well, yeah, that's the thing. So she also taught us how to lie, right? Because <laughs> if you answered honestly, you were screwed. So fucked. Yeah, did yeah, she'd call from work, right? Have you uh-huh. done the dishes? Uh-huh. Have you <laughs> vacuumed? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm on my way home. Okay. You click, you you uh, scrub the dishes as quickly as possible in, huh? in the in the amount of driving time that you know it's gonna take her. And then as soon as you see the car coming down the dirt road, you run and grab the vacuum real quick so you create lines in the carpet. You don't have to power it on. Just drag it through the rug a few times. 
to get the vacuum lines, and then she walks in. Ah, it looks like the vacuum. Uh, you know, you vacuum. Looks like the dishes are done, even though the dishes are still dripping wet. Right? <laughs> yeah, the vacuum never ran. But hey, you had to do what you had to do. Um, I would lie. So it was dishes and vacuuming. That w- those were the things. Those were the things. And I would pick which one I wanted to lie about. And um, I would generally say, yeah, I've already done A. And I'm, I was just getting ready to start B. So when I, she came home and I was actively working on it, it was still kind of not a lie. Right. Even though I spent all the rest of the day fucking off. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, what about, what about folding of the towels? This is another, another hot point for me. Do you, do you remember the correct way to fold towels in mother's house? No. Because really? I never could get it right. I could never get it right. So she, mom, mom would do like the trifold brochure where you, cause you ha- remember, remember you laid it all out flat. Yep. And, and this is impossible. This is like impossible. a hot dog bun. And then back over on itself. So now you've yep. folded it twice now so it's in like it's there's three layers of ta- well there's but they only overlap by like an inch in the middle so so because you have to get the width correct and right. so you couldn't do you couldn't do like trifold brochure and get it right you had to do you had to, it had to overlap by like an inch when you folded the two hot dog pieces over and then you had to do a third and then a third of the other way you, yeah, that must have been your chore, because, uh, yeah. Did you, you don't think you purposely did it so poorly that she, she <laughs> neglected to have you do that? I was probably too stupid as a kid to understand <laughs> how to fold that way. Um, and so, you know, it was probably one of those ones where I was never asked to do it, because it was just one of those, like, how dumb could you be? It's threefold. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you how dumb you could be. You could be a dumb kid like myself and just not understand what the hell you're doing. So, you know, and I would be all pissed off about it because we didn't have a place to fold laundry, much like your house and my house. Like, we don't have dedicated laundry areas, right? Right. right. So this had to, and you couldn't do this type of folding holding it in the air. Like, it couldn't be like a magic trick to get it all done. Like, you had to lay it down. And so you'd be sitting uh, in the middle of the fucking living room floor, folding these fucking towels. And then she'd be like, did you vacuum that before you did that? Yeah. Yes. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, and then she, and then I get all pissed off about it. I'm like, why is this so complicated? And then I remember when I got the, when I got the bath towels put away, I was like, okay, these fit pretty well. I'll give it that. But why do we got to do it with the hand towels? Like, I had to do it with the hand towels, too. Same thing. Yeah, this was definitely your chore, because it's not ringing a bell. It was a whole thing. And so, fuck you that. You know what it I'm was. Like, I'm like, in half, in half, vroom, poof. Like, it looks it looks like I folded a fitted sheet, is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, you know, now that I think about it, that was probably your chore while I was required to go outside and burn the garbage. <laughs> Do you remember the time that you singed my my eyebrows and eyelashes? Uh, I remember that, and I remember setting the field on fire multiple times. Um, and then I remember 
um, breathing in a lot of smoke from the garbage. It's it's amazing. I don't have breathing problems at this point in my life um, because it was a lot of. I mean, we didn't have trash service. Mm-hmm. If the if there was garbage in the kitchen, it went to the burn barrel. Do you remember when we did get trash service and we had to sort the garbage? Oh my god, yeah. Remember, there was like the burnable garbage, and then there was the not burnable garbage. And I don't know about you, but all garbage is burnable to some extent. <laughs> yeah, well, I know because I burnt it all. <laughs> I was, in fact, I we had to bur- I had to burn so much garbage. I was responsible on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, there'd be bags of paper, you know, wrapping paper and breakfast materials and shit like that i would christmas day i'd have to go out and stand next to the burn barrel and light that sucker up to get rid of all the evidence you'll tie you'll is that is that like a redneck yule log i fucking i don't know what it is but uh jesus christ yeah like i i I should be calling that mesothelioma hotline because (laughs) guaranteed you i guarantee you i've got some sort of uh, chest thing that it just hasn't developed yet, right? It's like a ticking uh-huh. time bomb inside. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting, you know, probably for like my 40th birthday for it to just kick in. And yeah, go, one, hey. of these, one of these days you're going to cough. Like it'll just be a regular yeah. old cough and blood's going to come out and you're going to die. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, you know, a piece of lung comes up and I'll be like, that doesn't look right. Yeah. And then I'm going to go yeah. to the doctor and they'll be like, have you smoked for like the your whole life? Um, no. Uh, but I did burn garbage as a kid, <laughs> a lot of garbage. Yeah. Burning garbage in, uh, a desert landscape in the middle of summer when it's a hundred degrees, just, it, I, I don't, I, I still don't know how I didn't burn the entire County down. Um, well, and, and we and weren't, f- and you weren't burning just to, just to clarify, you weren't burning on the ground. There was a, there was a metal burn barrel, a metal burn barrel. But the problem is that the burn barrel usually, you know, after, after so many burns, right, that metal gets weak and then it's outside, it gets rained on, it starts to rust. And so a lot of those burn barrels had holes throughout, mm-hmm. right? And then an ember would pop out of there, and then the next thing I know, the whole fucking field is on fire because it's just dry <laughs> grass that hasn't had uh-huh. a, a, an ounce of water dumped on it in several months, right? And then, of course, all the hoses were always like 10 feet too short, <laughs> right? And so you'd run and go get a hose, fire that bad boy up, you go running towards the fire. One time, I, I grabbed this hose... And it fucking pops up, you know, because Terry was always, he always loved to repurpose hoses and put his own in. So it's not the factory uh, 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 thing that go, screws onto the faucet, right? It was always those cheap plastic ones that you had to crank down with a screwdriver. Yep. Well, if you, if you pull the fucking hose hard enough on those, they just <laughs> slip right off of that nipple, right? <laughs> and so you've got a stream of water straight down into the ground from the faucet and then a hose that is attached to nothing. And I'm in a fucking fire emergency. It just, oh my God. The, no wonder why I have fucking anxiety. Because if if I don't have a long enough hose, it's going to burn. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the, t- the time that you really singed me pretty good. Um, and I don't remember the time of year. I don't remember what was going on. But I think I, you were burning garbage. 
in the burn barrel, or at least you were supposed to be. Yeah, it's any day and, of the week. Right. And I needed to throw something in there for whatever reason, probably a feed sack or something, you know, just something burnable that I had. And um, you, in all your dumbassery, laid a flattened cardboard box over the entire top well, of the, okay. the fucking so burn barrel. Most of my uh, garbage burning days were science experience, experiments <laughs> for me. So, you know, it is fact that you cannot put out a fire in a burn barrel by laying a piece of cardboard on top. That the fire would just scorch the uh the cardboard but what you don't know what's going on inside and this is the sciencey part is <laughs> inside you've really fueled that fire and it is an inferno in there and when you open it right it's kind of like <laughs> the steam engine right where you open up the firebox and it's just raging in there when you chuck more wood in there and so you're welcome <laughs> but what you didn't ask uh was you didn't ask the fire marshal which was myself out there what the conditions were going to be like. So, <laughs> this is like this is like fucking twelve year old you. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I had no business being responsible with that much fire and that much garbage, because there was times where I'd get that burn barrel going, but I would have bags of garbage next to me, and when the when when the the garbage would burn and settle down in the bottom a little bit, you toss another one on and you keep that fire going. There were some days I was out there half a day burning garbage. Because it and it, we could we could be it could allow to be built up because we had a sep we sorted the garbage we because sorted the, the garbage the rotten stuff went somewhere else so it's okay yes, the, if that yeah yeah and the most flammable items ended up in my hands which I got <laughs> it no problem I will burn this I will happily burn this yeah it, uh, fuck I, yeah I'm surprised yeah, so I didn't burn the house down uh, I don't yeah I don't I'm surprised that. Like you, there aren't. We never had to go to the hospital for anything. Yeah, even your singed eyebrows made it. Yeah, like so. Yeah, so what what happened was Dingus went and put the fucking science experiment cardboard on the top mm-hmm. of it, and mm-hmm. I went to go throw something in, and because it was brewing its inferno inside, oh, yeah. like it wasn't like really anything. There might have been like a little tiny puff of smoke, which my brain is like it's not burning very much. So I, when I lifted it the inferno came to my face and I was, <laughs> I was slightly singed for a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So going back to your question, do I do anything differently? Yeah. I don't burn my garbage. <laughs> um, I use real vacuums with mm-hmm. real brand name vacuums. I don't use a sponge to wipe down every surface in the house from toilet to dishes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's a lot of things. So I guess, um, thank you yeah. to our mother? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, I also, I have no inhibitions on what ends up stuck to the butter. You remember the butter tray. The butter, the butter, the, the butter exposed stick, butter tray. The, yeah, the exposed butter tray. This is not How, the coffee butter. This is not the coffee butter. Well, it, it is kind of the coffee butter, but... It's the butter that's still in the stick form on the butter tray. How dare you get a crumb stuck to it? Or jam? Right. And absolutely never, ever, ever roll your corn on the cob on top of it. Oh, good God. Well, and not to mention the amount of cat tongues that have probably scraped past that butter. <laughs> right? Yes. 
Yes. So um, butter in my house is it's just it's kind of a free for all. You don't know what the flavor is going to be from crumb <laughs> to crumb. So, okay, yeah. Pause. pause right there. I'll have to edit the video. I am about ready to piss my pants. Okay, bye. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, and we're back. Oh, man, I had to tinkle. <laughs> you have to start wearing a catheter or depends or something for these. Well, I'm glad we were able to, do, to let you do that. Yeah. You know, I was thinking when I was taking a piss... Um, so, uh, at my kid's school, there's this drop-off zone, right, where all the parents line up in their vehicles, and it's like a horseshoe shape, right? You get to the bottom of the horseshoe, you get your kids out, and then you move on about your business. Every day, it's the same guy. He gets into the line, right? And this is no, this is no bullshit line. You don't, there's no time for dilly-dallying around, right? So, you get into this line, right? You stop, you let your kids out, you don't even put the car in park, you leave it in drive, and then as soon as they step foot onto the sidewalk, you get your ass out of there because there's cars behind you. So right? is this, so I, I don't have to join this line anymore based on our schedule, but, it, but the previous lines I've been in only, so like you will be in the line, but only the, the children are only allowed out like in the last one, two or three parking spots, depending on how many attendants are out there. Is that the same thing? No, no. So this thing is literally just a, it's a constantly moving line. And it's, you know, it's, it's not far from the door where the, the students enter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, you literally let them out of the car and they get on the sidewalk and they go right into the door of the school. Right. Okay. And so th there's no fucking around in this line. This guy, this cocksucker gets into the line. Right. And he, and he gets, he's always at the front. So he's always holding people up. He puts the car in park. You see the driver door open. He gets out of the car. He shuts the driver's door. He opens the rear passenger door, lets little Timmy out. Little Timmy steps out, shuts the door. And you're like, okay, get back in, buddy. It's time to move on, right? No, this bastard walks around his car gets onto the sidewalk with his kid, walks his kid all the way up to the door and gives little Timmy a hug and a kiss before they walk into the school and then saunters on back to his vehicle like he doesn't have shit to do the rest of the day. Meanwhile, there is at least a dozen other cars with other parents and kids watching you, waiting for you to move your car so we can get up to the line and let our kids out. This son of a bitch does this every day. And I hope he's a listener because I'm telling you right now, buddy, you put your car in park one more time, we're going to have words. And I'm not just a keyboard warrior. I'm not talking tough behind the microphone. I will get out and punch you in your beak because you were <laughs> holding up at the line. This is bullshit. And it's so frustrating. So we were having dinner uh, with friends of ours the other night. And um, we got in the conversation of this line and he goes, let me guess, guy in the white Jeep. I go, fucking, how'd you know? You got stuck behind him too, didn't you? It's he a goes, Jeep yeah. Thing. I feel it's, like it's a Jeep thing. Is it a Jeep thing? The I most like frustrating experience. The amount of time it takes that bastard to get out of his car, 
walk the kid up, walk back, get the, in the car, put the seatbelt on, put the car in drive, and still doesn't move forward because he's looking into the door making sure that little Timmy has made it through the doors. And then slowly, painfully slowly starts moving forward. How old is this child? I mean, elementary. I mean, but it's it doesn't look kindergarten age, but not like sixth grade age. So probably, you know, second, third, fourth grade, something in there. So it's not the kid's first rodeo. It's not. Well, we're at the end of the school year, too. So we've done this a hundred something days now, right? Like, mm-hmm. get your shit, right? I tell my boys, we get into the parking lot, you unbuckle, right? The car's still moving, you unbuckle and you get your bags ready because you'll be lucky if I come to a complete stop to give you enough time to get out of the car, right? <laughs> yes. Like, this is a true tuck and roll scenario. You get your ass out so everybody can get through the line in a decent amount of time. We don't have time to fuck off. This guy, every day, holds up the line. And it's the most in just the most frustrating, just angering moment of my morning, right? And uh, you know, people always wonder, how could you do such a thing? How could you murder that person? Well, now I know how people get murdered. It's because you do something <laughs> like that every single day. And I'm not advocating for you to lose your life over this, but this is a murderable offense, I feel. <laughs> This is just the thing that drives people crazy. Yeah, like I'm ready to call OJ and say, how did you do it? How did you get away with it? Because I'm ready to to slice this guy up. <laughs> God. So I my child. I get that off my chest. It's frustrating. When I had to do this in previous years, um, my child my child is autistic. And so yes. things like seatbelts were hard for him for quite some time. Uh-huh. And... I still had to do that car line because they did not want, they were very explicit in their directions. They did not want you to park your car, get out and walk your kid over. They wanted you in that line. It's a business. Get in, get out. Yeah. And so I, but I had to get out. I had to be the one to put in park, get out, um, get my, help my kid fuck around with the seatbelt and then get him out of the car. But my seatbelt was off before I even stopped the car. I ran around as fast as I could go. And then I, before, as I was shoving him onto the sidewalk uh-huh. and slamming his door shut, I was running around the ba- back of the car to get out of there. Right, right. Like, but it that's just, excusable but, because there you're showing a sense of urgency. Right. Yes. You might even wave at somebody real quick and be like, I, you know, do the, you know, you can't hear each other. So you're like, I got to go. You know, you're just yeah. mouthing that to somebody and you jump back in the car and you get the line moved again. That's excusable. This guy, he doesn't even look back at the line. Just fucking out for a Sunday drive. Let's let's drop you off. I'll get out. You'll get out. We'll walk up to the school together. We'll give some hugs and kisses saunters back yeah i can feel, I can exactly. feel my blood pressure changing right now just thinking yeah, about no, how irritated I'm about to i am stroke out for the whole <laughs> thing and so yeah i i hope the guy's a listener chances are he's not but uh if he's is listening i'm talking about you buddy talking about you move white your jeep. shit white jeep move your shit <laughs> you're lucky you're lucky i haven't freaking honked at you yet 
So I have a child drop-off story from today, ah. actually. Ooh. So I, I did not attend work today because ah. I have contracted a communicable disease from my child, right. which I'm sure is a that. cold. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got it because he sneezed in my open eyeball. But whatever. That's okay. It happens. <laughs> yeah. So James doesn't start school until just a little bit before 11. And okay. so I... Jesus. He Talk about late. an easy Sunday morning. Yeah. So, you know, we, we so I leave the house. I don't take him to daycare or nothing today. I was just like, fuck it. I'll just drive you to school. So I drive him down to school. And it's a 20-minute drive into his school from where we live because we have right. to attend a school outside of our school district. And so I drive him down to school, and then I got a couple little errands to do because I'm out of one of my meds and a couple other little things I got to do. So I start driving into town instead of driving back out here. And I'm coming down the road that his school's on, and there is... I'm watching ahead of me, and and I notice that the car that's coming in the opposite direction, but is still a ways up the road, is a like a mid fifties Chevy Bel Air coupe, two door. Okay, kind of an odd vehicle to be out that time of day. Right. <clears throat> right. And it's that beautiful like minty green with white, you okay. know, like one of the really cool classic green, like brighter green colors, you know. Okay. Yeah. And for I'm sure. like, and so yeah, so I'm like, this Mrs. is Mrs. Stoack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's a cool car. And then it runs into a mailbox. Oh, shit. And I'm like. Like full on, like just moseying on over? It, like, it just like, he hits it, but there's like two mailbox poles side by side. And the first, uh-huh. he's, he like hits it with the front bumper, the front passenger bumper. And he hits it and, and the mailbox is now at a 45 degree angle with the earth. Yeah. It's no it's no longer upright. And I was like, "Oh shit." And so I'm thinking like maybe the car died and he couldn't get it stopped or something like sure. that. Cuz yeah. it's not we're not going very fast. So then I'm pulling up and at, so as I'm still cuz this is a 25 mile an hour road that we're on. And in the amount of time I'm so far away from him when I see this this mailbox go from happy to mediocre he backs up and then drives into it again. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute. And yeah. this, okay, so this isn't intentional, right? Because we're talking like Bel Air, like there's still a clutch in this vehicle where you would have to consciously put this thing into reverse. He has reversed it and then went forward again and has now hit this, this thing again. Also Maybe. at a slow pace. Okay. So now I'm now I get my window my window and I hit the button down and I come up and I go hey man are you okay and it's about a sixty five year old guy who's in the driver's yeah. seat ball okay. cap retire retiree type and I said are you okay and his he had his window down just like a three or four inches and he goes okay. yeah I'm fine he says yeah I'm fine I said all right and so I I move forward past him but I'm watching him in my rearview mirror. And he comes backwards again and then drives into the mailbox again. So he hits it a third time. So now we're at three times. What the hell is he doing? So I, so I'm at the stop sign or I'm almost at the stop sign. And like just behind me and to the right, there's a, like a fire lane for an apartment building. I'm like, I'm going to pull up in there and watch this show for a minute. Cause I, yeah, something's, this something's is too good right. to miss. 
Yeah. And, you know, if it had it been like a 1988 Toyota Corolla, I might have not stopped. But we're talking right. about like a 55, 56 Bel Air. Like, and this thing's in nice condition, right? It's minty. Yeah. Like, ah. not only is the color minty, it is minty. Like, it's in good shape. Okay. And he's got like big old fucking wide, like, slicks on the back of it. Like, it looks sick, right? Right. So I pull up, so I back up into this fire lane and I watch him come back and go and hit that fucking thing again. Fourth so now, time. So now we're at four times. So I'm, because of where Jesus. I work, I've got dispatch on my phone. So I just called non-emergency dispatch. I'm like, hey, and I identify myself, tell them which, what the intersection is. I said, I'm looking at a mid-50s Chevy. He has now run into this mailbox four times. And in the course of them getting all the information between me and getting it all typed in for the call. Right, right. He has now d- ran into this mailbox at least two more times. Holy shit. So it's just, he... he's just back backing up, back, yeah, back and forth, back and forth. And then I, and I, so I'm finally, I don't have anything more to tell dispatch. I said, I'm going to sit with him until somebody gets here. And so, but like there's, he's, he's near this mailbox, but that's the only thing there. Like there's no houses, there's no cars. Like he's not, he's not going to yeah. hit anything else. So I'm like. Well, and I'm thinking if this was intentional, too, like, that's a heavy enough car. Like, all you got to do is let it roll forward. It'll fully take out the mailbox. Oh, that that car is like 8,000 pounds. Like, that's a heavy-ass car. Yeah. Right. So, he manages to, and you know, I'm watching it, and he's going forward and back and forward and back. And then finally, I think, I don't think that man has steering in this car. Like, it just well, doesn't seem like it'll turn. Because, like, you can kind of see him working the wheel, but it ain't going anywhere. But he keeps continuing to think that every time he goes forward, something new's going to happen. Okay. So he finally gets it. He finally gets it. So he misses the fucking mailbox. But then he, I don't, because of the angle I was at, I don't know how close he got. But he came real close to coming to the back end of a car. That was Back end of your car. Of a car, a parked oh, car. Oh, of a car. Okay. Yeah, because he's okay. he's down the street facing the opposite direction as me. But I'm still in the fire lane waiting for him. And uh, so then he gets, he get, backs up from the where this car is. And I don't see any dents on the car. I don't think he's actually hit it. He backs up and he manages to get around the corner onto the side street. And I thought, oh, we're going to go. And so I came around the corner. So I, I caught up and I came around the corner and he's just motoring around. Like we're talking like 10 miles an hour. Like he's just creeping down the road. And he, this particular stretch of road, there's like two houses and then it's an open, then it's just like a fenced pasture. There's, there's just uh-huh. fucking nothing right here. Right. Okay. Okay. He's, he's moseying down and then ends up down in the ditch and runs into the fence. You're shitting me. No. Now he's now we've now we've hit this fence, this T post down in the ditch. And he's in the ditch. And he's in the ditch, and it, it dropped down. So now we're in the ditch. You can tell that in the better part of the year, cattails probably grew up in that ditch. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of water here coming out of the sky lately, right? In some in some form. So I know it's fucking muddy down there. Yeah. And so I get dispatch, redialed dispatch. I said, "Hey, we've moved over. Give him a new street name." I said, "He is now in the ditch. He has hit a fence." I said, I don't know if he's intoxicated, but this is whatever is going on. He shouldn't be driving. This is crazy. Yeah. This is not everyday shit. No. So I just park about four or five car lengths behind him 
and I'm watching. And he's trying to now back up out of this ditch. But I want to remind you, he's got a heavy ass car with slicks on it. Right. And he's in a muddy ditch, and it and the ditch is lower than the road. So it not only so now he's not got to come uphill. Right. And so I'm watching, and I'm watching, and then a van pulls up behind me. And mind you, I'm on I'm on the phone with dispatch. I'm like, yeah, you guys need to come out. Like something's not right. And so the lady behind me, she goes. Have you? She goes. He hit a mailbox. I said I watched him do it. That's why I'm still here because he's been hitting that. He hit that mailbox like seven times, and I just yeah. watched him pull into this fence. Like he just did this. And um, so anyway, uh, I talked to that lady for a second. Went and the guy kept like now we're got blue smoke coming out of the car because he's, Cause he's trying, just romping on it. He's just romping on it. And finally, I was like, I got it. I got to go save this car. And so I told the lady, I said, just hang out here. Um, just make sure you can see me because I don't know what's going on, right? Yeah, right. And so I go da- so I go down. Now he's got the door open and I can smell, like he's flooding it. I can All I can smell is fuel and exhaust at this point, right? Right. And it's still running and it sounds good. It's like blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah. like, like I have to save your car. So yeah. he opens up the door and I said, hey, what's going on, man? You know, like trying to be you know, like positive and not, yeah, helpful. And he goes, my steering broke. And I said, (laughs) no shit. And I, (laughs) so like, and I noticed when he's getting out, like the steering wheel actually has some wobble in it. Like something's probably actually physically broke. Right. Right. And I sensed that in, you know, about the fifth, fourth or fifth time he hit the mailbox. (laughs) And I said, okay. And I said, well, I said, I watched you come down into this ditch and hit the fence and I was coming to make sure you're okay. And he goes, I'm okay. And I said, you know, I said, I don't think you're going to get this out of this ditch. And I, I don't want you to flood this motor. So why don't we shut it off? And I've called the sheriff and they're going to come help you tow this out of here. Sure. And, and he's, and so he gets out of the car and I said, do you have a cell phone on you that you can call somebody to help you? Yeah. And he starts checking his pockets. Not, I, I must have forgot it. Well, do you live alone? Yes. And he said, do you have anybody who can help you? And he goes, well, maybe the shop that worked on it. And like, he starts walking away. And the door like, of the car's, the car's off, but the door's open and it's in the ditch. And he's just walking down the street. He's now? just walking down the street. And so now I'm like, I'm like, what? so, hey, man, what's your plan? Like, what are, what are you going to do? Because I'm, because I, I work in the, um, the business of autos left on the side of the road in this town. And I would never leave mine on the side of the road unattended in this town. Right. Ever. Like I would just sit and wait for somebody to show up. And uh, so he's walking down the road and find, and I find out that he doesn't live very far. He lives okay. on, he lives de- around the corner and across the street and around the other quarter. So he's probably like sure. three or four blocks away from home. And I said, well, do you have somebody at home that you, that, that can help you. And I live alone. And I said, okay. And so nothing's telling me he's intoxicated, but he's sure as fuck confused about the situation. And so sheriff shows up and they, um, as soon as the sheriff pulls, sheriff's like, do you have any ID on you? And he goes, he pulls, he pulls his wallet out. He goes, yeah. He goes, it's expired. Oh, and I no. went, no. Oh. So, so they came and got a little information from me just because I witnessed everything that happened. Yeah, exactly. And, 
And I said, you know, we thought he was intoxicated. I said, I'm not convinced after talking to him. I just don't think. No, yeah, mechanical failure. I said, I think he's, I think he's a little confused about stuff, but I, I think he's okay. And, um, and uh, they let, and then I was like, do you need anything? Because now we're good. And I went back by about 45 minutes later because I was really worried they were going to leave that car on the side of the road. Yeah, and it was gone. They dug it out of that ditch real quick. so, but anyway, so yeah, that was what happened today is this ah. poor old guy in a, that poor, I don't even want to know what the front end of that thing looked like. Cause that's all like steel chrome that he yeah. smashed up. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus. And we don't know what happened with the guy. He just. We, do, we don't. Um, uh, I was going to pull up his call notes and see what happened with him to see if oh, it sucks. helped him home. But still, you know, I mean, it's just like, dang. It's kind of a bummer guy. story. It is a bummer story, you know, and it's like I was thinking about it. Had it been just about any other car, I don't know if I would have given it the same time of day. Yeah, exactly. You know, some some hoopty that barely running anyways. You're like, eh, okay, leave it in the ditch. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like eventually it's... somebody will come by and pull it out or something. And who knows? Yeah. Uh, so, that's, but that yeah. Sucks. So probably some old man who, yeah, you know, I mean, given the circumstances, probably some old man that you know has always had nice vehicles like that or 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 has worked on them you know and for some reason or another probably either lost his driver's license you know like like was taken away from him mm-hmm. or just never renewed it right so he just let it expire never got it renewed right and just well there there he, are still plenty of people that believe the DMV is still closed after covid I'm learning. Uh, I, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I've been needing to, to do a title transfer for many months now. And, oh. um, and I've been trying to make appointments online. And then uh, uh, because I'm not that smart, I realized that the DMV is open. So they're not accepting appointments online. Anyways. Yeah, um, I had a I had a, a, a message argument with our father about whether or not you had to make an appointment. And I'm like, dude, I was just fucking in there. You grabbed the fucking number. And then you wait for it to be called. I was just in there. Back to business. Back to business. Yeah. So just get on down there. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, but yeah, no, it was, it was kind of yeah. a bummer, but I was very glad. I was very glad to see that the car was not in the ditch anymore. Yeah, for sure. That you know, whether they, whether the county helped him call a tow truck or he called, had a friend he could call because he didn't have a phone on him. Um, so at least yeah. so, somebody was able to help him get that thing home. So, yeah. I hope I'm well, dead. Bef- I hope I'm dead before I ha- before I become on the un- other side of that story. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, thanks for bumming us out with that story. Yeah. Guess we can end end on that Debbie Downer. You want to? Do you want to? Um, do you want to listen to a voicemail? Ah, <laughs> uh, see, so now you've created a thing, right? Of course, I want to listen to a voicemail. <laughs> Um, so we'll, uh, we'll just, uh, wrap up here with another lovely voicemail. So this is, so this, I've actually done my work today. Um, and I, uh, let's see here. Share sound. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to click it. So, um, they, are you seeing my screen here? I see your kitty. Yeah. Okay. So 
this guy that we're, this is actually six voicemails that I have edited down what? into into one. <laughs> okay. I actually How enjoy long this. Is this. Um, six voicemails edited down to three minutes and forty nine seconds. Okay. Okay. So it's edited pretty good, and he gets to the <laughs> point. But I like this guy. So, so one of the things that I want to point out is that. Not one of these voicemails, there are six of them, not one of these voicemails is about the same thing. He, it, okay. he just calls whenever he's upset about something on his street. So even though he starts to sort of describe similar vehicles, they're never the same ones and they're never at the same address. Like there's, oh. I think, well, let me take that back. I think there's a four different addresses in these voicemails that he's, he's calling on. Um, so... But he never calls my phone. He calls one of my coworkers' phones who forwards it to me. And the subject of every single one of these voicemails is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you'll we'll get there. So okay. okay. So here we go. And if just if you feel like you need me to stop, we can do that anytime. Because <laughs> remember we got almost four minutes of this guy yeah yeah right. getting my my pausing pausing finger here we go yes we have uh two vehicles it's been over a week now they're broke down on the side of the road and they have expired tags uh, and what it is over the weekend the dachshun was uh parked the wrong way caddy wampus more than three feet uh from the curve and traffic had to go around it this is ongoing is uh a camper or a motorhome that's uh, broke down and abandoned. Area. Wait, and so pause. what it is, the waste management. <laughs> so the way you stitch these together, they seem like all the same message. Have we, huh? have we gotten through one message? Yeah, we're in message two now. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> okay. Uh... A camper or a motorhome that's uh, broke down and abandoned area. And so what it is, the waste management is, is here today uh, and can't get his dump his truck inside uh-huh. the uh, uh, because of the camper's blo- is uh, um, <clears throat> blocking. What? It's blocking. That was not. <laughs> what? That was not edited, right? That was not edited. What in the hell is he talking about? What the no. fuck? What is that? Uh, uh, the what it is is the uh, no the, uh, that uh, the camper and the the truck and the the guy and the hat and the, what? <laughs> that is tw- that is a twenty four second unedited clip. Uh, we got to hear that again. Okay, let me get back here. Yeah, is here today uh, and can't get his dump his truck inside the uh, uh, because of the camper's blo- is. Uh, um, <clears throat> it's blocking so he can back in and so now he's got to bring all the cans out to the street I don't even know who he's talking about at this need- point through the, uh, uh, the throat clearing and the uh, and the what it is and the uh, the, the guy and the what right yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like I don't I don't know what I don't know who you're complaining about anymore who are you and- talking to what are you talking about get to yes. the point 
Exactly. So, okay. So that's pretty close. So we're wrapping up message two, and then we're going to roll into three here. So Okay. Okay. Need help on this one. This is becoming a nuisance. Uh, Yes. Good morning. Uh, So what we what there is is a abandoned (laughs) camper. Uh, It's white with uh, two orange stripes. Has no license plate. And the thing is, uh, at four four two is a house that's been renovated, and they're trying to sell it, and uh, it just looks uh-huh. horrible. Uh, that uh, on our wait, street. Wait, are we talking about the house or the camper? It's not what even his horrible? house. It's not even what his house. Horrible? It looks horrible. I I don't all of it. There's no train of thought here. What is horrible? What are you talking it's, about? It's crazy town. It's crazy town. Uh, big camper there abandoned over the weekend there was a lot of trash that was fell out of it or something uh and just to know we want to say you're doing a good house. job you really do make a, a difference and uh, we want to thank you guys all right who's we i don't know uh yes the code violation is at michigan avenue and what it is it's a brown <laughs> camper uh, with a dodge cab has no license plate uh it's parked on the road and it's hindering the traffic the foot uh-huh. traffic that's crossing uh-huh. the street and also vehicle traffic that's uh coming up and down the street um it's it's a tough one but uh people are getting by it's oh. a tough one but people are getting by so are do do we respond is there a reason for your call sir if people are getting by what, what are we talking about here what is the point of your phone call that particular um, location, there is no crosswalk there. There, it, I went there. There was no obstruction. There was nothing like nothing. There was nothing legally wrong with anything that was happening, and people were getting by. So, you know, I, I, I'm just I'm, it's it, okay. So I'm getting angry at these voicemails because they are <laughs> they they have nothing in them. I don't know if it's the house or the camper that's ugly and dumping trash out. I don't know what the hell was happening with the trash cans. The who the is the <laughs> what? Ugh. Right. Okay. So we got we got two. So that we've we've hit uh, we got two more. Here we go. Okay. Uh, yes, this is about a a code violation. So we oh, have a, a camper one. and or a motor home uh, has well, no license plates and it's a brown or a tan from the 80s. It, it's really Jesus, big. Make oh, it's up parked your mind. on the sidewalk and or uh, in the driveway. The- sidewalk and what, or the what, driveway. Wait, it's a camper or a motor home. It's tan or it's brown. It's it's on the street or the sidewalk. What and the or fuck the is sidewalk. From the 80s, it's really big. Well, it's parked on the sidewalk and or uh, in the driveway. The address is four and so it came Friday, and been and it's attracting uh, uh, unwanted uh, traffic. It's three o'clock in the morning, and there's people coming going out of it. Uh, so oh. when people walk down the sidewalk, literally have to go. Uh, walk into the street to get around it. It is huge. You can't miss it. Avenue. This is ongoing. People park on the sidewalk, on the berm, uh, in the yards, and turn around in other people's yards. So this is this is a good call. It's a good call. He's not wrong. Well, <laughs> no, he's absolutely wrong. This is a terrible fucking call. I still don't know what the hell is going on. Right? Maybe or- maybe if you. Prov- provide some context of what you're talking about right okay i get it there's a giant 80s motorhome on the street 
Yes. And so the only things that have been edited out of the any of these clips are, I think at the very first one, there was a license plate given and then actual addresses I've edited out. But other than that, yeah. this is completely and untouched. The his and the who's and the whizzles and the... What yeah. The, uh, the, okay. Uh, this is a good phone call. And then, okay, we got one more message. We're, we just wrapped up with five. Here's number six. Um, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, um, the address of the violation is, it already had a tag once to be towed. And uh, so what it is at this house, uh, the front yard has uh, <laughs> truck rear ends and just all kinds of junk in the front yard. And there's uh, people living in campers by the bike path uh, in the back of the house. So uh, the shame here is that right across the street is the sign that says, Welcome to Klamath Falls. And then all this junk and trash is scattered. And, and uh, this person uh, is ongoing with uh, problems of this kind. And there she is. Uh, uh, there's people living in motorhomes. That's really all I got out of the whole thing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but there, you know, I mean, he, he he made sure to tell me that there were code violations, but I failed. Yeah, those to find are good calls things. too. They I were good. He he told me they were good calls, and you know what it is Jesus is Christ. that he just what it doesn't. Is. <laughs> and uh, and and or the sidewalk, and uh, it's at 1980s giant. You can't miss it. It's this huge, beastly <laughs> man in the driveway. What? Oh, now I'm just angry. Thanks for pissing me off right before I go to bed. <laughs> That guy sucks. We just had kind of a we had well you you brought white jeep guy into this. I yeah no we had yeah we had asshole drivers and callers. Uh, fuck these people. Now I'm all <laughs> pissed off. That guy sucks. Can't leave a good that's, voicemail. That's what I get. Six of them. <laughs> all right, I'll tee something up for you next time. Okay. Uh, I'll, te- I'll tease it. I'll tease it. It has something to do with drones and the government listening in. It's a good one. I'll have to dig for it. I know I've got it saved somewhere. Okay. I've got a bunch of headlines I've been storing up too. So I think we're, yeah. I think we've got some stuff that we can work with. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's wrap it up. I love the voicemails. That guy <laughs> sucks ass. Um, <laughs> God, you should really stop using a phone. Um, Anyways, uh, you, you know, you can listen to this uh, for your listening leisure uh, on any of the platforms now. We're out there. Except for Pandora? Or did they finally Ex- load it? Except for Pandora. Four to six week review time. What are you doing, Pandora? They better be laughing is what they better be doing. Yeah, you. Yeah, they better be taking notes on how to do a podcast after listening to us. And they better not tack on four to six weeks every time you we had a fucking episode. Four to six weeks to review the podcast. Because I listen to us, and it takes, you know, an hour of my day Yeah, to just yeah. plug in and, and listen and giggle. and It's yeah. stupid, yeah. It's just something to just fucking kill time with, right? Yeah. What do you need four to six weeks for? Yeah, so we're on all those uh, except for Pandora because for some reason they don't want listeners. And then... Um, we're on YouTube. People are watching on YouTube. Yeah, yep. You can see the video element of this nonsense. And, uh, yeah, you can always hit us up on the old Gmail. Uh, of course, thank you, Mother, for sending those emails. Appreciate it. Steph- Stephanie and Tracy at gmail.com. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah Tracy with an E. Stephanie with all the letters. Yeah, all the letters. <laughs> Stephanie uh, with a PH. A and I. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'd be here all day. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll uh, get at you later, I guess. Sounds I good. Know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how to Thanks. close this out. I don't know either. Hey, peace okay. out. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, bye.